English Mr. American Mrs. Oh no. That's no. <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. Okay, so our top 10 list of what influencers are they called influencers or yeah sort, I think so sort of just essentially people we follow or watch or listen to on and I suppose the rules are that we we have to be in some way listening or watching those people each week mm-hmm. so they're kind of in our lives a lot yeah weekly daily yeah not daily I don't know something within right. that range I think there's, there's people on my list that I'm I'm searching or looking at their subscription mm-hmm. definitely at least weekly right that you have actually hit the subscribe button right yeah <laughs> if it's a YouTuber and I, I, I consume pretty much all of their stuff Content mm. creators. Yeah. That's what they're called. That's what they are Content called. creators. There you go. Um, yeah, people that that I I consume all of their stuff. Mm. Um, I, I, I think it's pretty much the same for you, right? Yeah. I mean, I think majority of my people are... Well, for a start, they're all either couples or women. Um, I've only got. I feel really bad about this because I started listing, and <laughs> there are plenty of women that I follow, but I I I only have one woman on my list, which is technically I have one couple kind of, mm-hmm. and then they're all men, and I just feel bad. Well, I have two couples and and three women. And so. three women. All right. Well, there you go. It is what it is. I just feel bad. I don't intentionally like only follow men. Yeah. But. It just happens to to be that way. It's okay. It's what you. I don't know what your what catches your attention or however they explain things is. I guess, I've also I've only ever worked for women, so maybe, hmm. in my downtime, I need to hear a man <laughs> tell me something. You need some testosterone. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Um, yeah, I think most of them. Um, or I should say majority of them are mostly Instagram-ish. Um, I think I have like one, only one out of five. Because I did five and Tim did five. Um, and only one of them is a podcast that I listen to. Really? Yeah. Alright, so mine are uh, YouTube and podcasts, that's it. No Instagram. I haven't got anyone mm. that I really follow on Instagram. Um, yeah, and then... Oh, I actually have a wild card as well that I want to <gasps> do at the end that you will agree with me on that someone we will throw in as a wild card. That will be the 11th. Okay. But most importantly, we are currently drinking <laughs> a nice red wine from Chile, from Trader Joe's. Um... VF. I don't know. Yeah, the letter V and the letter F. Valerio. It says underneath. Mhm. I don't know how to pronounce that name of grape. No. Carmenere? Carmen Carmenere? 
I, I don't know. I don't know. To 2018, though, so that's good. <laughs> that's what we it's know tasty. how to choose wine. It's got this, like, smoky sort of flavour. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, four ninety nine, mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy for a bottle For of... a good wine. Yeah, for a good wine. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so that's what you we're doing. You want to start us off? You want me to start or you want to start? <sighs> you can start. All right, I'll start with my most recent... Um, endeavor. Endeavor. Um, so since quarantine, well, it, uh, I don't know. It started from one of the girls that I follow pretty much daily. Mm-hmm. And then because of following her, I started following this other one. So this is my most recent one. You went down the rabbit hole. I did. Right. Okay. <laughs> I got lost. It was a Saturday and I got lost. But this is Instagram. This is Instagram. The Instagram rabbit hole. Yes. Okay. So... Which I do a lot more than YouTube, I think. Yeah, I see. I I get lost in the rabbit hole of YouTube. Yeah, and you say. (laughs) (laughs) I I, yeah. I say YouTube, and you say YouTube. Tube. Who's tubing? What's a tube? Tube. Yeah, it's like a ch. I don't know Mm -hmm. why. Tube. Get on the London London tube. Yeah, it sounds really weird when I say get on the London tube. 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 <laughs> yeah, tube. <laughs> YouTube. Um, anyway, so her name is Megan Roop, and she is... Roop, how do you spell it? I think it's R-O-U-P. Okay. Um, and she's the founder of her fitness app and fitness little world called the Sculpt Society. Oh, okay. I've heard you talking about this. Yeah. So what what is it? What is it? So I have yet to actually subscribe to her. <gasps> no, 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 no. To her. I have yet to subscribe and download her app because it is a paid product that she is giving out. Yeah. Who wants to pay for things? Not me. So, (laughs) I, but I really love, um, her workouts are great. So, she does a lot of, like, sculpting, which is apparently kind of a newish thing. So, it's more like, um, fitness Pilates, I guess. It's kind of like that. Like, you're really targeting a muscle that you probably didn't even know existed. So, like... Is this a girl that looks like Steph? Yeah. Right. Okay. You know them based on based on that. Based based on that. Well, I, I remember being like, uh, "You're taking a class from Steph." That's yeah. weird. Why don't you she just does. call her? She looks like one of my best friends, Stephanie. Um, so she, yeah, she founded this whole thing a couple years ago, I think, um, and doing it through fitness classes. She was, you know, before quarantine, she was doing big group classes and um you know with the microphone and all right let's go sort of thing oh is she the one doing the yeah here we go yeah here we go she gets you into it okay i love it gets me into it i sit and eat cheese (laughs) while while making fun and going here we go here we go five six and just taking the piss stuffing my face and slowly getting more fat and lazy and i'm getting fit for the two of us yeah there you go (laughs) Um, yeah, I really like her, um, her whole, like, 
I don't know. I, in a way, I guess I kind of want to be her. She's like this beautiful fitness lady, and um, she's really positive. Like she's, she makes the workouts attainable, but really, really hard. Like I am shaking. Anytime. Yeah, you do work hard like, doing that. It's really, really hard stuff, and you can't not work hard. But it's positive reinforcement rather than, like... I don't know, it's like... Bro, really... you're an idiot, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I was like... I never respond to that sort of thing. No. There's so many people... It's always the adverts, more likely, mm. that, you know, you're trying to watch something on finance or fitness or something like that and there's always an advert pops up and they're like if you're doing this you're an idiot yeah. da, da, da. and it's like well that n- sort of negative um, approach mm-hmm. to me just puts me off instantly yeah not interested I want some someone to tell me I'm I'm doing things the right way yeah because then I'm agreeing with it it's like a, uh, to me it spirals mm-hmm. in a good way upward upward spirals yeah. upward if if the positive reinforcement, you kind of bounce it back. Cause you're like, mm-hmm. oh, if they're telling me I'm good, then they must be good. I want to tell them they're good. And yeah. it kind of bounces upwards rather than bouncing down. Like, mm-hmm. I don't love the negative. Whenever I've, like, any jobs I've had, mm-hmm. you know, managing people or yeah. supervising people or whatever, I always try and be positive with people. Like, mm-hmm. you're doing that really well. Now try and do this. Mm-hmm sort of thing like positive reinforcement and then challenge Mm -hmm. rather than like uh, rather than why the hell are you doing that Mm -hmm. because people just go oh fuck it I just want to leave now I don't want to do that right so but so she does that sort of positive reinforcement makes Mm -hmm. you feel good about doing your fitness yeah and like she it's not forever long that's the other thing they're not these hour and a half or hour whatever workouts they're like as short as 15 minutes and you're like she'll do a 15 minute booty and ab workout and you are shaking and exhausted after 15 minutes which is good like because that's like her thing especially during quarantine she says it um it's like you know we're all just trying to get through this so don't put yourself down if you haven't worked out for four hours today like or you feel like you have to work out for a full hour at the gym. You don't really. If you do this... Yeah, it's more about consistency. Consistency and targeting the muscle. And, like, tiring it out. Like, you've talked about that. Yeah. Um, tiring it out and then just going one more. Yeah. Like, really gets that... Um, gets it fired. So, I've really enjoyed her. Um, she does pretty much every day she goes live on Instagram and it's up um, for the 24 hours that usually nice um, so even if you can't catch the live you can watch it um, afterwards yeah in your own time nice. um, so that's Megan Roop and she's the founder of the Sculpt Society so that's nice. go find my number her. one how, go how find do, her how do you find her on what's do you know her Instagram um, I think it's just at Megan Roop Okay. And then, or Sculpt Society. Probably just Google it, it will pop up. Yeah. yeah. She has a couple of her 30-minute, because um, she does dance cardio. That's the other thing that I really like about it. So she, you're laughing at me, because <laughs> <laughs> you laugh at me while I do them, but she tells me it's okay. I'm doing a great job. Yeah. So, that's She all. can't see you, though. <gasps> can't see any... 
<laughs> Neither can they. They can't see me either. True. So. I didn't put my fitness guy on there. I forgot. I ran out. I, I like obsess about. I, I love content creators. It's like my whole life. Yeah. Is I think I follow a lot. Learn, 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 learn. Yeah, I follow a lot of people, but they're all pretty similar. Like when Instagram first started and it was all about like fashion bloggers, basically, is pretty mm-hmm. much all that I ended up following. And I do follow, and I think one of them was on my list, um, like since the beginning mm. of, of whenever I joined Instagram, like what, seven years ago or something. Um, but anyway, yeah, she, so she does dance fitness because she was a dancer. So for me, it's really cool to be able to relate to that. Like mm. she, she gets it. She knows how to make you work out, get a sweat on with cardio, but not injuring yourself or feeling like you're unstable or you're not warm or whatever it is, you know? Um, so she, that's, that's how she started too, was yeah. because. That's nice. So it's like a common ground. Yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah. How about you? Um, what is your who's your first pick? Let me just check what time are we on? Okay. So um my first would be um it's weird. I wanted to include more on this list, but my well, first we can do it we can do a part we can do two. A, a part two, another yeah. one. Yeah. Um my first one is Tim Ferris. Is it because you guys have the same first name? No. And I <laughs> I'm not kidding. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> um, but we do have the same first name. So Tim Ferriss, a lot of people have probably heard about him. Mm. He's he's a pretty big deal. Um, but I was introduced to Tim Ferriss through a book, through his book, that, his most famous book, which is The 4-Hour Workweek, mm. which I really didn't want to read very much because it was... The title to me just sounded like more of that bullcrap that mm. you're so tired of hearing about passive income and how you can just lay on the beach and do nothing and earn money. But it turned out that book was much more about kind of opening, kind of uh, looking outside the box a bit at how you, you know, might determine the things you want in mm. your life. Um and how you might achieve those things, how things like we were talking about, um, I, th- I, I believe it's in the four hour work week. I may have mixed it up with something else, but um, there's a section where they talk about, or he talks about, um, the how you describe being successful and how you dis- describe being in particular a millionaire mm. or a billionaire or whatever. Right. And a lot of people look at that as um you know sipping a pina colada on a beach mm-hmm. and they don't have a care in the world and they're you know or or they maybe they're traveling the world i wish i was a millionaire so i could travel the world mm. and you know go to a little spanish cafe and enjoy tapas and coffee um and what they what he says in the book is um essentially that you don't have to be a millionaire to do those things. A lot of the things, you, you just need to detach that idea of, um, you know, that 
detach it from being a millionaire. Mm-hmm. You could go and travel the world right now. Just look at how much it might cost you. All you need to do is figure out the sums, sit down and go, all right, well, this is how much the flights would be, this is how much my lodging would be, da da da, and actually do it, figure it out, figure out the cost of it, save up that money and go and do, do it. And mm-hmm. you could probably do it for less than 10 grand. Right. So it's not really about being a millionaire mm-hmm. in any way. You've just kind of linked those things in your head. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, there's that. And he also talks a lot about automation. I'm kind of obsessed with automation. And, yeah. and the, I, I feel like automation is kind of the, the progress of being a human being. Mm-hmm. If you think of um, one of the first things that kind of uh, uh, differentiated us from apes was that we could make tools mm. all right we could we could go oh, i would need to do this thing so i'm going to make this tool to do that and you know making uh whatever it is a comb an axe a, mm-hmm. a, a hammer um, right i don't know what the first tool ever made was <laughs> but making tools is such a sort of you know um a human thing mm-hmm. um and essentially that is automation that is um trying to you know you've got a task to achieve that you could do by hand Mm -hmm. but in order to do it faster and do more of it you need to you know um expedite that that process Mm -hmm. and so you make a tool and so and we're still doing that today with technology you know right um i right now with audio tutor when i get a new subscriber on there through my youtube channel they get sent I think it's probably about eight or maybe ten emails um, over the next two, three weeks. Mm. And I don't touch any of it because right. it's all, I did the work once and it's automated and it's, you know, and a lot of people are doing that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're always trying to find ways to automate things and make things more efficient. Right. Um, and I'm kind of digressing, but that that's a big part of that book, The Four mm. Hour Work Week. Mm-hmm. It talks about things like, if you're running a business, um, he talks about big principles that I'd never heard of, like mm. uh, Pareto's principle, the 80-20 rule, um, Parkinson's law. I first heard about in that book, um, you know, think, things where you, you can look at what are, the, what are the parts of my business or my day-to-day that are a waste of my time, that mm. aren't really giving me any... Um, aren't giving me the benefit that I want, you know, mm-hmm. um, that's, I suppose the 80, 80, 20 rule, right. um, essentially meaning that 80, um, what is it? 80% of the things you're doing are, which way around is it? <laughs> I'm trying to think which way around it. It's 80% of the things you're doing are amounting to 20% of your results and vice versa. So 20% of the things you're doing are amounting to 80% of your results. So what that means is that 80% of the things you're doing, you could get rid of Mm. and still be getting 80% of your results. Mm. So you could put in 20% of the effort. It's it's a long-winded way of saying work smarter, not harder. It's, it's, you know, 20% by doing just that 20% and cutting out the 80% of crap, mm-hmm. you're still getting 80% of your results and not a, not 100, but still yeah. a good...
good amount. So, you know, if you put that down to days of the week, say you work five days a week, well, the idea is that you could cut four of those days out. Mm. So you only work one day of the week and still get 80% of your results. Mm. Sort of thing. So basically there's a lot of crap you could cut out of yeah. your, your life um, just by looking at what what isn't useful and mm-hmm. cutting it out um, looking at automation and efficiency he talks a lot about um, I think it's emails he talks about and he says like you could hire a guy in Bangladesh or whatever for or whatever um, <laughs> for you know a lot less than an American or mm-hmm. an Englishman or whatever um, and they could be doing a lot of the simple tasks of your business mm. or of your, you know, wh- whatever it is you do. Mm-hmm. Um, they could be doing a lot of those simple tasks. The things that you are like, oh my God, I wish I didn't have to do this anymore because it's just like a rinse and repeat type of mm-hmm. task for you. You know how to do it. You don't have to learn any more about it. You know how to do it, which means you could just tell someone else how to do it and get them to do it. Right. And then you can focus on something more important. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's an amazing book and you can go find it on like Audible or... Um, yeah, Amazon. I think it's even on YouTube probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's how I discovered him and I listen to his podcast mm-hmm. all the time. We listened to it all day yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, he interviews really wonderful intelligent people at the moment he's talking to a lot of people about how they're dealing with the coronavirus crisis and how they're keeping keeping their businesses and companies afloat Mm -hmm. during this weird time and challenging time um so it's a really cool podcast um he has a youtube channel um which is okay he -hmm. sort of every now and then pops up with like a random i saw a random thing teaching like writing um like writing chinese characters because mm. he knows how to do that apparently really? he's just one of these people who's traveled so much around the world lived in all these different places done so many different occupations he's very wealthy mm. <laughs> and is he's a he's like an inspiring person mm. mm-hmm. um and his podcast is is really damn good mm. um what else was I going to say about him? I thought there was something else, but I can't think now. Um, oh, now I think he's an angel investor, which is essentially like someone who has a load of money mm-hmm. and they um, go to a startup company or a smaller company and say, here's a load of money, give me some money back with interest when, when you right. die, kind of thing. Oh, that's really good. essentially. Yeah, but that's that's really great that he's like not just sitting on, on his earnings of of yeah. what he's done. Yeah. He's I like, mean, I'm sure he invests and all of that. But right. I think he is now called on titled uh, an angel investor, mm. person who just makes he just makes money out of his money. Yeah, but in a good way. Right. You know, finds Helping things. The little guy. Yeah, he finds that's things good. that he's like interested in and puts money towards there their endeavors mm-hmm. so he's a cool guy and he's another bald guy that's intelligent there's so <laughs> many i've realized in my life there are so many bald men with really good ideas <laughs> it's really weird maybe the hair is like 
messing with it's the 80 20 rule they've just yeah. they've just shaved their heads, shaved their heads. Like, what is this nonsense i'm dealing with my hair I every had, day it, it like gets in my face i have to go <laughs> and get it cut whatever i have to style it yeah just shave it shave it off i don't know but there's plenty of bald-headed men i've just noticed maybe i have a thing i'm like always i think <laughs> bald-headed men are more intelligent than <laughs> others I, I it probably know. has to do with those weird movies you watch what weird movies? I don't know. I feel like Lord of the Rings has a lot of bald men. No, the opposite. No. Lord of the Rings have Whatever. long-haired men. Anyway, so that was my first, Tim Ferriss. Tim Ferriss, and how, how do you listen to him? On Spotify, or...? Oh, I don't know if he's on Spotify. He probably is, but I listen on Apple Podcasts. Apple. Um, okay. And he's on YouTube as well. Yeah. Just search for it. It's called The Tim Ferriss Show. Okay. So... I know that's like the one of the couples that I listen to. They, I think they've interviewed him before, um, and they've they talk a lot about him. Like when they're interviewing other people, they'll like bring him up. Um, yeah, I I could keep talking about him forever, but um, he you know it's it's really cool. I I think he's just um. There's a lot of kind of principles that I tend to be living by day to day mm. that I think I've just learnt from, from his stuff, which That's is really good. cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. What's your next one? Go on. Number two I have on here. Um, her name is Ashley Brooke. B-R-O-O-K-E. Um, she's an Instagram gal. Another Instagram gal. Um... And I think I found her through my sister. I think yep. my sister first sent me her stuff. And I was like, oh, she looks like fun. Um, and what I found out further is she has a book club. And I started her book club in, um, I think I did the April one. I haven't done the May one yet. Um, which, I guess, I could. I haven't, I think the issue is I didn't finish the April book yet. But I sort of like that she gives out that, like a reading list, and then there's a little, um, an email and Facebook group that you can be a part of that kind of talks about the, the book, and then she gets the publisher or the person who wrote the book or, you know, anything like, um, and she, daily she shares little, you know, cute outfits and, and stuff, and she's a little ray of sunshine. She actually lives in Florida. Wait, do I, do I, would I recognize the face? Have I seen it? Maybe. She's blonde. She's, um, she has a little, little white dog, maybe? I don't know. Mm-mm. Um, but she, she also does a lot of, like, um, hacks, like, beauty hacks, or, like, hair, you know, if you few um I don't know different braids and stuff like that stuff I like to watch in my free time girly things she's definitely a girly girl and I I kind of like that nice. <laughs> um yeah so that's her Ashley okay. Ashley Brooke, Ashley Brooke. Mm-hmm. okay and she that's her Instagram name is just that um nice. and she and her husband do like she posts a lot of, um, like, not a ton, but, like, lately they've been doing their um, 
backyard, like redoing their porch and all of that stuff. So she's been sharing their little DIY hacks and everything like that, which DIY is DIY project. Yeah, nice. It's nice to watch. So That's I like cool. her. That's my second one. Oh, I like that. I I like seeing people advance their, you know, their homes or. Oh like yeah, seeing all of that stuff. That's my third one. Design and all that. That's your third one. Mm-hmm. Okay. You. My next one. I'm just gonna go down the list. So my next one is Graham Cochran, who you hear me talk about all the time. Graham... I hear you talk about him all the time. <laughs> yeah. Graham Cochran, C O C H R A N E. Um. So I discovered Graham Cochran. Probably in like twenty thirteen, yeah. a a long time back. I just moved out of an apartment in Woolwich, mm-hmm. and I was living with my parents again. And I, I've I've so I've been recording and and playing with music, and recording software and all of that stuff since I was probably about. 12 or something Mm. like that so I've always been kind of obsessed with it and I moved so I moved back into my parents house and I'm like oh London is too difficult and I wanted to I wanted to go to school go back to school it was one of those kind of Mm. I think it was the summer so it was one of those summers uh, where you sort of feel like, oh, it's time to go back to school. Nothing works. <laughs> I'll um, just keep learning. Yeah. And I wanted to go back to school and I wanted to get an audio degree. I wanted to learn about audio and and get a degree for some stupid reason. Hmm. Because apparently if you get a degree, that means everything is we'll go fixed. Right. That, that's, that's it. That's the answer. Um, it's not, by the way. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, I, that's what I wanted to do and in searching for a course that maybe I could do online or, or, or a local school um, I found Graham Cochran's channel or mm-hmm. website I guess um, called The Recording Revolution which talks all about loads of different techniques it's kind of it's tips and tricks like a billion of people are, are doing right but it's more than that. He like he talks about like the principles of of EQing and compressing and that sort of thing, and a lot of it I already knew. But he definitely formulated it in in a, in a good way, put it together in a way that I kind of um, could digest it. Could digest it, and and it was good for me to hear. Mm. Like I kind of I knew how to EQ a vocal mm-hmm. and make a vocal sound great but it was kind of nice to hear um someone really break it down into simple terms like that um for me to kind of reassess what i was doing so i i really i followed his stuff for a long time uh really liked you know really liked his weekly must have been weekly videos then maybe two mm-hmm. two a week something like that um so it's mainly like he's got a just a giant youtube channel um and so that's how I discovered him in 2015, I think, mm-hmm. or 2016. 2015, I think, because that's when we met. I don't know. I don't know when he actually kicked off with it. 
It might have been 2016 in, into 2017, or even more recent than that. But he started posting stuff about, like, this is, you know, how I put my business together. Because he, so he was kind of a big deal. He was in the papers and stuff because he, he's now a millionaire. Mm-hmm. And he made it all himself. And it's it's all his, essentially like his YouTube business. And he sells mm-hmm. online courses teaching you how to record and mix and that sort of thing. Um, and so he, he started sharing some principles behind his... Uh, behind his business and behind his thinking mm-hmm. not not really kind of laying out how to do it but more like principles that help him with his finance in his business mm. and stuff like that so and I was kind of discovering that this is at the same time as I was discovering Tim Ferriss with the four-hour work week so it was right. kind of a, a a moment of oh right okay these are some big key principles to you know, to finance, to business, to productivity. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway, the, I think in 2018, pretty recently, he started his his second channel or second mm. website and business um, all about putting it together, putting together an online business, putting together... Um, online products and online courses and how you... He talks a lot about content marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, so essentially how... Well, essentially kind of explaining how, like, those girls on Instagram, how they're making money mm-hmm. um, and that kind of thing, which was kind of a misty area for me. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't really know how that stuff worked. It was kind of like, I see these people on YouTube. But how you do see they, it happening, but yeah. what's, the, what's the deal? How do they make money? How are they, like... Yeah you know how do they afford to make youtube videos all the time mm-hmm. you know um so it's kind of cool to learn about that and i still follow him he's got a podcast the graham cochran show mm-hmm. um and a youtube channel as well and yeah just some really good stuff and he, he he's a really nice guy i've had a few back and forths with him he's a really nice guy puts things together really well and i yeah i i've I've liked his stuff for a long time in the audio world and then in the business world as well. Mm, so, mm-hmm. um, just makes things seem so straightforward, <laughs> you know, which is which is nice because I think if you're trying to start your own business, when you're trying to, whatever you're trying to do, look whether you're looking at finance or uh, whatever, it's it can sometimes be very like the forest just goes on forever, mm. and so it's nice when you have a voice someone that can just break it down and make it simple yeah um at least seem simple and explain mm-hmm. rather large concepts in a sort of clear and concise way so yeah um yeah so so i've i've liked his stuff for a long time and uh, yeah the the only th- the only downside i suppose with graham cochran's stuff is he does make it seem very simple he does make <laughs> it seem like it's so easy and to some people it is, but I suppose to, I don't know, yeah, you have to be wary that it's not, it's not perfectly easy for everyone. Right. Everyone's got to find their own way mm-hmm. and you may not be the person that just starts up a YouTube channel and becomes a millionaire. Right. There, there is more to it than that. And he, I, I, 
he doesn't really tell you that it's easy um, but yeah I think it's something to be wary of is that it, no matter what you're doing mm-hmm. the outcome you know the the goal may be to have passive income to be able to be with your family more to be able to have more downtime only work a few days a week but you're still going to have to work hard in order to achieve those things right you know, and so. i i feel like people get that like kind of confused they get it backwards yeah. yeah they're like oh you have your own thing and so that probably means you don't really work that hard they're like actually i'm working 10 times harder yeah because of that well that ties know? into the tim ferris stuff we we're talking about like people think that the reason a lot of people haven't read the four hour work week is because they think, oh, lazy ass only working. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, lazy ass only working four hours a week. That sounds just like a lazy idiot. Mm. And it's like, well, actually, that person's working very hard. In order to work four hours a week and yeah. still make a lot of money, mm-hmm. you have to work so much harder than a person who's working 50 hours a week to make the same money Mm -hmm. because the person working 50 hours a week hasn't put the time into all the research and and learning all of those those principles and those things Mm -hmm. that that enable someone like tim ferris to whittle that down to four hours and let's go and you know take a road trip right you know it's it's so i think it's um People are very quick to jump on if you're not working 40, 50, more, even more than that, hours mm-hmm. a week, mm-hmm. then that just means you're lazy. Right. And that, you know, it, it's a sort of a strange point of view because if you're the type of person who can still, if you can still make money and only work, you know, even if it was you only work 20 hours a week and you make the same money, mm-hmm. you make good money then that means you've you've worked very hard for one you've worked very hard in those 20 hours but you've worked very hard to um the, to enable you to do that to mm-hmm. to learn all those things and and take all those things on board it's right. it's easy to work it, well not easy but it's um, nowadays a, it it's more common to be working 40 hours a week and then you, that's what you know yeah, and I think that's the difference is that a lot of people are used to that kind of lifestyle, because that's that's just pretty much our world now. Right. You know, like I don't know that if you if you're not doing forty hours a week, then what are you doing? Mm-hmm. But if you yeah, like you said, if you've done the research and figured out how to pinpoint each of the things, then you can. Mm-hmm. make it happen what's the what's the problem yeah you know um yeah, yeah and I, yeah. I i think um it's it's easy in a way in a way all right that's um just check the time on the all right um it's easy in a way and i say that the inner way there is in bold and capitals <laughs> um to be an employee Mm-hmm. I I currently sort of have a have a little part time job where I help in a stockroom. If I did that forty hours a week, 
I would make pretty good money. I would make okay money mm-hmm. that would pay for an okay lifestyle. It would be hard labour, but in a way, it would be easy. And I, I, the reason I'm not going to do that is, is because I know that that's the easy option. I know mm-hmm. that I could do better than that. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, in a way, being an employee in that sense is easy. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so that's, I don't know, it's this argument that I, I have with people that, that think, you know, not working, uh, you know, the, the typical amount of hours or more per week is, is, uh, is lazy. You mm-hmm. know? It's, it's lazy to work less. Well, no, it's not. It's smart. It's smart, you know. I'd love more time with my, with you, mm-hmm. you know, or love more time to travel, yeah. love more time for us to go and visit people in other places. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'd love more time at the beach, <laughs> you know. If if I can figure out a way to make the money to pay for those things, and it doesn't take me seven days a week, you know, twenty four hours a day, mm-hmm. then I, you know, I don't see anything anything wrong with that yeah. yeah so anyway got off on a rant that's the wine i guess um all right number three sarah um so this is the um it's they call themselves young house love and this is the one that my mom is obsessed with my mom yes is on instagram and she loves it um she <laughs> is always she's the one always sending me stuff and um you know little cooking this and home improvement that and look at this cute outfit and so it's, it's a fun little thing that we do um i don't know her husband the husband's name but her name is Sherry on Young House Love i don't know the husband's name i i just i guess i've missed that whole thing but um they're a couple, and they have um, two kids, I think. They live in Richmond, Virginia, but are currently in in process of moving to Florida. They... What? Everyone's moving. <laughs> I know. Everyone's moving. We're going to do a whole episode about moving, and the grass is always greener. Right. Go on. So, they are moving here, and what, what they do is they... They kind of flip homes, kind of buy homes and and do them up or have multiple homes and do them up. They had a beach house at one point in Virginia and um but but mainly that's kind of what they do. Um and it's always I don't know, they just always do it the right way that the houses. Like she loves old homes. That's like her her favorite thing and to make it look like updated but keeping the character of the place Mm -hmm. um that's like her favorite thing and she she always says like any home that I you know invest my time in is is like one of my kids like I will always be its mom (laughs) so is she a bit of a Joanna Gaines then or not yeah kind of um yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, they have a different style. Mm. She's a little bit more, um, a little less earth tonish, I guess. You know how <laughs> Chip and Joanna Gaines are a little bit like 
everything lumberjack yeah is yeah. a little bit farmy yeah um and she is kind of but um yeah is it it's a bit more target or? yeah a little bit more target um but they have a thing at target don't they, they do so that's a little bit <laughs> that's confusing. mixed yeah. um but anyway so she she yeah she's great i i love watching her stuff and nice. and the homes that they do and um she has a lot of good tips and stuff i don't know sounds like i i just listen to people that have good tips what, what, what are the tips generally on um typically on home stuff like um like decorating decorating okay. either decorating or like you know this is my ultimate favorite rug that everybody should just have in their house. Like, it's mm. the best rug. It goes with everything. It might be a small investment, but you can also give it to your child when you don't need it anymore. Like, she... Um, yeah, they, like, totally redo homes or, or just adjust one room. Like, um, but they, they, they have a... I think they started with a blog way back when blogs first started they also have a podcast but i i haven't listened to it yet because i typically just follow her instagram stuff Mm. um but yeah i really like them young house love young house love yeah now that sounds like something i can't think what it is that sounds like is it an artist i don't know young house love what is that i it's you might hear my mom and I say it all the time because I'll Maybe. point to something in their house and be like, Young House Love and she's like, Yep. <laughs> I think you have like Quest Love from thingy. From From Fallon. Oh maybe Is it that? Could be. Something it sounds like something to me. It sounds yeah. like a rapper or I d I don't know. <laughs> she does like to rap. Okay, well, there you go. She likes to put, yeah, put some rap music on and, and rap to the camera sometime. She's a hoot. I love watching well, her. She's great. Nice. So you, you, yeah, definitely, you definitely seem to have a lot of personalities. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that. I'm, like, trying to, I'm trying to sort of see what the similarities are between your people. It's like, seems to be personality. Mm-hmm very vibrant sort of people. Yeah, they're definitely influencers and they've definitely influenced me. <laughs> <laughs> like with my mom and my sister and I, it's like, have you been influenced yet by so and so? Cuz I have. Oh. <laughs> I went and got the, you know, the Adidas sneakers because one of my influencers told me I needed them, so I got them. <laughs> so you're fully aware of so I'm, Yeah, I am. It's not like I'm, you know, I'm blindfolded. Like, my mom, most of the things at Christmas are like, saw this on Young House Love. <laughs> <laughs> like the, um, the little uh, rainbow thing. The rainbow thing. What is that? What do you call It's that? a little diamond reflector? Yeah, it's pure diamond. Yeah, definitely. Um... Um, I don't know what they're called. Crystal? A cri- crystal hanging thing. Yeah, she has them. But, uh, yeah, I that's it. what. Um, There's rainbows around the room right now. Yeah, she has them all over the house. At uh, the young house, love lady does, and so my mom got them, and then she got them for everyone because she's like, these are the best, and it they are. Awesome. It's really nice, and it's awesome in Florida. 
Yeah. Because it's sunny all the time. All the time. So at the same time, every single day, you get a flood of mm-hmm. rainbows. Rainbows. Room. We awesome. call it rainbow time. And it's rainbow time right now. Just just going down, I think, just maybe. Going down. Yeah. Um, so yeah, go and follow her. She's funny. She's really funny. Like, she's, I think, from New Jersey. Um, she's just really real. Does she have, like, an accent? A no. New Jersey accent? No, I don't think so. No. She's just super real. Do people from there still have accents? Or is that an old thing? Like, like in London, nobody... I don't think anybody in London still has a Cockney accent. Unless it's put on. I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe if you were born and bred in, like, Mile End, you might you might have an accent. You might be a bit like, oh, yeah, apples and pears. But... <laughs> But I don't... I don't know. I think... What does apples and pears mean? It means up the stairs. Right. Um, but... I don't know. I think they've all moved to Essex. They're all in Essex. Mm. And now now you have Essex people. The Cockney accent is now Essex. Right. I don't know. I don't think... I mean, people... Like, people definitely speak differently in London. Mm-hmm. But they, it's definitely not like that. Like it used to be. Like um, Guy Ritchie sort of mm. thing. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know how old I don't know. Oh, well, New does Jersey? she have an accent? Yeah. I don't, no, I don't notice one in her. Because like around here, that's the thing, it's kind of moved. Like around mm-hmm. here, you have a lot of people that used, used to live in New York and they talk yeah. like that. And they're, <laughs> why'd you cut me over? <laughs> They're the bad drivers. I thought I saw a putty cat. (laughs) (laughs) They're the drivers that just cut you off. And then you look in the window and they have their hand up and they're, Hey, I'm walking here. (laughs) (laughs) Just, um... But they don't really... I, I don't think they exist in New York anymore, do they? I don't... When I was there last, I didn't really notice. Like, usually you would... Be like, oh, I'm definitely... Like, if you're in parts of the South, you're like, oh, I'm definitely in the South now because I can hear y'all this and all that, you know? Right, yeah, yeah. So, but when I was in the city, I didn't hear much of it. But here, I hear it all the time. Every, I mean, when we could go to restaurants, it's every restaurant you go to, you hear, like, that older generation New Yorker. Like, classic accent. Yeah. You know, my first experience of New York City, New York City, was, (laughs) I was in a taxi, which wasn't a taxi, it was one of those, like, so if you're an idiot tourist and you, and you land at JFK, right, um, there's people waiting that say, I'll give you a good rate that Mm. isn't, my watch is like very (laughs) loud and wanting to be a part of this today, um, they uh there's these people waiting they don't drive real taxis and they want to basically do like a um like a uber pool almost oh. and they get loads of people in and say they'll give you a good rate and then you argue about a rate later so that's what happened to me when i was first oh my in gosh. new york um but in that quote unquote taxi mm-hmm. um i I, we were going what was it 
was it in it must have been in like in right in Manhattan mm. like on Fifth Avenue or something like mm-hmm. right in the heart of it and um there was a cyclist going the wrong way um and the person in front yelled out their car window. This is my first experience of New York City. <laughs> yelled out the car window, wrong way, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, as as a little English guy, <laughs> like I, I I was like beaming from ear to ear, like uh, oh my god, yeah, it's so American, right? Well, that's like pretty <laughs> much. Well, the first time I went to England, obviously I'd heard your accent and everything, and a couple other English Englishers before then. Um, but yeah, like going there and being in England or we went, where did we go right when we got there? We got there and went to, we went right to the countryside. Oh, we went down to Kent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But like that first, when we met up or yeah, we went into one of the pubs around there and I was like, yeah, we did. Yeah, you're right. That would have been the first like, thing you did. This is exactly... It was like The Holiday. Anybody that has watched the movie <laughs> The Holiday, I had that. Apart from, I wasn't coming from L.A. and I didn't switch homes with... Jude Law. Jude Law. Was it Jude Law? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that experience, like going there, it looked just like it. Yeah, because I wanted to take you to the countryside for some reason. Well, we first, you, you, drove, you drove through London. Oh, okay. We drove through over the Sparkly Bridge. Sparkly and... Bridge. What is that, Albert Bridge, I think? Yeah. We drove through, and I was, like, so confused because it was, like, I don't know, 7 a.m. Yeah. Um, did you see the Houses of Parliament? Did I show you that? I think so. Yeah, we did, like, a little tour. We drove right through there. Yeah. So you experience London traffic first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then the country. And then he took me to the countryside and I was like, oh, I just don't ever want to leave. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's nice One day we'll, we'll live there, I think. Yeah. Because I want, really I want our kids to have English accents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It depends, doesn't it? But yeah, it's um it is gorgeous when you get down into English countryside or up into the English countryside. I mean, yeah. kind of no matter where you are, up in Yorkshire as well. I mm. I want to show you around there because it's just yeah, amazing like the Yorkshire Downs and stuff like that. It's like you're in a fairy tale. Mhm. And then I you, felt like I was in a fairy tale when we went to Kent. I really, honestly, I was like, I can't believe that. And then we had that the most adorable little, little cottage. It was an actual cottage. Yeah. Like. Yeah. It was the best. It was a tiny I, little I fireplace. I wanted to give you the full experience. It yeah. was amazing. A little cottage. I love. Oh. It was like an outhouse basically. So they had yeah. like a they had a big like two three story house, mm-hmm. and then they had this little cottage that was an outhouse that. They had, overlooked um, the farm they had that overlooked farm. the farm yeah and it was christmas time so i brought a little plastic christmas tree it was perfect we had a christmas tree for what was it one night i guess two nights no we were there for i think three. Oh, really three nights yeah um yeah it was a cute little place oh i loved it had a fire a real fire yeah that you just 
if you don't own a fireplace, you get excited about having a real fireplace, and then you spend like three hours trying to light a fire. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I I remember that, and we watched Life of Pi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was oh, a was, lovely place. That was the best. So here's a cool thing. We have an Instagram page now. Yep, yeah, we do. So if you go to Instagram, uh, type in English Mr. American Mrs., you'll find our page. And the idea behind this is you can get involved. Uh, podcasts are kind of a one-way thing where we talk and you listen. We kind of wanted to have more of a dialogue where you can comment and ask questions and say silly stuff and thumbs up, whatever you want to do. Uh, so, yeah, if you go to Instagram and... Type in English Mr. American Mrs. <laughs> yeah. Um, then you'll find the page. It's got our faces on it. You'll see it. All, All right. right. We'll see you there. Right. Okay. So what's your number three on your list? Number three on my list is uh, The Humble Penny. This is a YouTube channel Aww. that recently I've started following because I, I, we talked yesterday, if anybody listened... <laughs> unless we're just rambling to ourselves uh, which is fine too um, I've been trying to get myself a bit involved in finance and investing and knowing what the hell to do as an adult um, and I f- stumbled across this channel so probably a month ago called The Humble Penny and it's um, a couple in London I'm not sure where in London but they're in London which sort of I thought oh that's nice I can at least keep one route in London while I get lost in YouTube um, and it's, it's mainly it's mainly the guy, the husband um, and he I think he was born in Nigeria and he moved to London with, like in his teens or something like that hmm. and he's got a family and he supports his family, looks like he has a nice house much more than I could afford and so I put those things together and I was like this this guy should be I think he knows good. what he's doing I think he knows what he's doing <laughs> yeah he's not just like a guy who's inherited a fortune and is now telling you to invest right. in Amazon or something yeah um which you know there's so many of those out there like mm-hmm. you don't know what you're doing you need to invest in Coca-Cola and right. then you lose all your money because they're an idiot you know just um so Sometimes I, I kind of do that with the people I follow or listen to. I sort of sum up. There's certain things you want to look for. It's like, are they in the place that you want to get to? Because if mm-hmm. they're not, then there may not be that much you can learn from them. You yeah. If, yeah. If, you know, if you're, I don't know, if you're learning investing from a guy who's homeless, probably not a good idea. Maybe not. You know, it's, <laughs> it, so that sort of thing. Um so there's that, and then there's also sort of uh, a bit of realism, I think. And so, mm. like, um, this guy seems very ordinary. Mm-hmm. Um, seems like, you know, a, the sort of guy I might meet in London, sort of right. thing. So, um, anyway, he uh, mainly talks about investing and talks about finance and, you know, saving. Um, but it's from an aspect of Londonness mm-hmm. rather than Americanness, mm-hmm. which 
I'm sort of finding helpful because at the same time as I'm learning, I'm learning a lot of things in America and learning how the American sort of system works and what things mean in American terms. Um, I'm also learning a lot of the foundational things in English terms because it makes more sense to me. So right. it's kind of like, um, it's like learning English before you learn French. Like, if I know how to form a sentence in English, mm-hmm. I then just translate it to French. It's it's right. that kind of thing. Like, yeah, that, that makes sense. I'm That's learning cool. the foundational principles in English sort of money and in English terms mm-hmm. because I know what a lot of those things mean. And then, and then there's other people that I follow and that and that teach me about the American way and I can kind of... Um, translate it and go all oh, right well that thing is like this thing mm-hmm. i can relate to yeah English the similarities isms. um so yeah the humble penny it's a cool little channel as i said they talk about investing and and uh finance and saving and retirement funds and um all sorts of things I, he, he rambled on for a while about um i really liked it it was talked about a way to think about money that that really helped him kind of um you know excel um mm-hmm. in in the the thinking about money is that it flows um it's a flowing thing it's got to like you pay for a thing and it you know it, it you can't hoard money mm-hmm You'll never, you'll never get any richer just by hoarding money. You do have to think about, all right, where's that money going? How is it, how is that money invested somewhere else to make some more money? Or do mm-hmm. I need to pay this person to do this thing? And how will that help me? And it's, it's a thing that flows mm-hmm. within your life. It will flow into your life, flow out of your life, da, da, da. Um, but you can't just hoard money and expect, you know, I'm, I'm going to be rich forever because I'm hoarding all my money. Um, it's not that's not really a key to success in finance so mm-hmm. that was a cool little ramble I think he was just in his car just hmm. so he, he's a smart guy mm-hmm. um, and and cool as I said like the looking at his his background as well it's like hang on he was an immigrant that that moved to a new city and now he's got a house and a family and in London doing well for himself that yeah. sounds like something I want to do right you know <laughs> So. Yeah, I think that I think you're right in saying that like when you are looking um you know, obviously you don't have to fully take our suggestions for what we're sharing about who we like to follow and and listen to, but um when you are looking for a um an outlet or something like that to to learn different skills or, you know, learning about different things um is is like what you said of like if they're doing kind of what you want to be doing mm-hmm. then that that's a good a good point to look out for yeah like if somebody you know and you saying that made me think of yeah all of these people that are on my list are is that not yeah. that I necessarily want to be that person because that's kind of not a good thing to for your mindset that's not a good thing to do to idolize but like to take you know to see like oh they've they've been successful in that so they must have some idea of what they're doing Mm -hmm. like you know 
yeah they're in a good place so that's you kind of it's it's good to listen to that kind of stuff yeah um should I go to yeah. mine? What's your number four? Number four? Oh. So, number four, and these aren't ranked really in number order. I just, these are how I thought of them. Yeah. Um, uh, Brighton Keller. She's the one that I've followed since the beginning um, of, of my Instagram, of whenever I started Instagram. <laughs> the, the first uh, blogger, influencer whatever um and she she's the main one that i watch pretty much every day she's positive she's pretty real um and she's really honest with like how she within her feelings of like i do not feel like putting content out today so i'm just gonna not and hope that tomorrow i feel like putting content out um is she the one that recently took up dancing? She did. Right. And the reason that she did was because it makes her feel really happy and really positive and energized. Okay. So I can't blame her. I mean, yeah. I do it every day because of those things too. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, she she's the first one, I think, to have joined TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny. I can't get on board with TikTok. No, I can't either. My my Facebook feed has just in, imploded yeah. or exploded or just ugh with <laughs> TikTok people doing like I were they like mime along to a scene or something or mime along to Yeah, things? the only ones that I get are the dance ones, I think, mm. because that's what I'm, my interests are. It's super weird. Yeah. Like there'll be like a baby voice and they'll mime along to it. To like a, a like a baby having a tantrum, oh, or something, and they'll they mime to. I don't understand it. That's weird. It's like something. It's the first. I think TikTok is the first thing. I've come across that I've that's made me feel old and out of touch. <laughs> I think it, it it was it's the very first thing. Hmm. Because even Snapchat, Snapchat well, I was like, oh, this is nonsense. Mm-hmm. But I got on board with it. I had yeah, Snapchat for six months like everyone else did. Mm-hmm. And it was fine. And I've got on board with a lot of things. and But yeah, TikTok just makes me feel like I'm old. Uh, yeah, I'm like, I, I don't get it. Why is it so short? Like, why? Uh, what's, it, what's it for? <laughs> I, I just feel like Instagram was is there already. So why does there need to be another one? I don't know. Oh, I, I, yeah. I, is, is TikTok kind of like stories? TikTok, to me, is kind of like Vine. Anybody remember Vine that lasted three months? Yeah. Like, it's like that, I think. It's a short thing and it disappears. And... Yeah. I don't know if it disappears or if it stays on your feed. I have yet to download TikTok. TikTok. It seems like something I don't want to download. Like, I could get addicted to it, I'm sure, but it wouldn't You're be... You're going to be doing the dances? It wouldn't be a good thing. <laughs> you know, like, when I see the uploads of other people doing TikToks on Facebook, I don't think that they bettered themselves. Right. Like, I don't think that was of an, any advantage to their lives. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I, I really like her. Um, like I said before, she's, like, honest and real... 
and she always has great outfit tips and outfit cute things and mm. and uh yeah i just like her nice but she's what's she mainly about mainly she's a fashion blogger fashion yeah fashion oh, so she's like an og like yeah no that's Instagram what i mean when i first blogger. started my instagram account which i think was i don't know like 2012 i think I want to say. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, she must have been the first one that I like followed or whatever beyond my friends. Mm. Um, and I followed her throughout. She's like, really, I'm like a, a real, a true follower. I know how she's moved all of these different places. <laughs> I watched her get engaged and married. Well, that's where it gets kind of crazy. <laughs> to, to me, it's, it gets crazy. Because... Yes, it's like she's sharing a personal experience. Like her, mm-hmm. her followers, her customers, so to speak, right. are are getting a very personal engagement with her. Mm-hmm. And yet, it's weird, isn't it? I find that weird with um, Graham Cochran that was on my list. Right. There's because I follow him, I like know stuff it's about weird. him. Like, not anything weird, but, like, I know when he moved and yeah, that sort of thing. No, I know. Like, I, I think don't it's... want to know that, yeah. but it's weird because I don't I... know him. He's not my friend. Right. But it's almost like they are a friend. Like, I I have to say, I've, I've, same with you and talking to Graham Cochran, I've messaged her a few times being like, I, you know, I, I did get whatever product you suggested and I love it. Or... She's just recently gotten into cooking during quarantine, and I've tried a couple of her recipes, and I've loved them. So I tell her, and we have a little yeah, conversation. Back and forth. Yeah, it's nice. So it's like she's kind of like I don't know. She's not a friend, but she's like a. Oh, it's weird. A virtual friend. But that, I, that's that's kind of their. It's a a cool business structure that didn't really exist so much, I guess, before, before. social media. Yeah. Because you feel like you really have this personal connection with someone. Right. And she has... Yeah, she's has a, a blog still. She does still do that. Um, she has really good capsule wardrobes of like... Like a spring capsule wardrobe of like... These are the five things that you're going to need for this spring. To either like be on trend or for them to all go together. And you can mix and match... And that's all you need. You don't need every single thing in the store. Just just like five. And I like those. Or like mm. she has good packing tips for when you're going on vacation or something. Like right. you need a white shirt, a black shirt, a striped shirt, a pair of jeans. You know, like that kind of that's cool. thing. That's yeah. It's not like it's so that you don't get overwhelmed. Um, so I really like her. And What's her name again? Brighton Keller. Brighton Keller. Yep. All right. But she recently got married, so she's Brighton Butler. Brighton Butler. But she hasn't changed her Instagram name yet. Brighton Butler. (laughs) BB. BB. So she is still Brighton Keller on um, Instagram, if you wanted to follow her. And her um, blog, I think, is called Brighton the Day. Which I thought was cute. Oh, that's cute. (laughs) 
And for you, what's your next one? For me, number four is, and uh, the US of A is going to hate this, but Russell Brand is number four. Ah. And before the whole of America turns off their podcast... <laughs> Um, give it a try. Give it a... Yeah, he's... Um, so, I like him. Yeah, he's not what he used to be. Because I couldn't yeah. stand Russell Brand back in the day. Yeah. If I'm honest. He was this sort of obnoxious, do-anything-to-be-famous kind of guy. Right. Um, but his YouTube channel in the past few years... Well, he did the trues. He did that. The trues being basically like true news, mm-hmm. um, where he would cover stories and things that weren't talked about so much, or just talk about things in more of a truthful way, mm-hmm. um, sort of being unbiased politically and that kind of thing. And then he screwed that up by completely being biased um, in, I can't remember which election, oh. but he had... Um, Oh, what was his name? The 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 Labour. Uh, who was the Labour leader at that time? Can't remember his name. But he had him over, did an interview, recommended him, all this uh. crap. So he completely ruined that idea. But he carried on with the uh, YouTube channel, and mm-hmm. the YouTube channel has become all about like recovery. So mm-hmm. he used to be a drug addict, as many people know, mm-hmm. and a bit of a, a nutcase. And so he's, his channel is all about um, recovery and getting over those things. And from there, it kind of shoots out into different directions. So he talks a lot about like meditation, mm-hmm. talks about spirituality and things like that, which I like hearing about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I disagree fundamentally on some of those things, but I always like hearing people talk passionately about what they believe in and that mm-hmm. sort of thing so um really uh you know a, a good channel um mm-hmm. uh talk, yeah just talks about great things and he interviews great people as well talks all about um about all kinds of things uh but mainly it's about human conditions mm. um about things like meditation things like uh, sleep things like uh, like I said, spirituality, mm-hmm. what's our purpose on this planet, that that type of thing, like those sort of more deeper, um, I, I don't know. Kind of philosophical. Philosophical is the yeah. word I was looking for, yeah. yeah. That kind of thing. It's, it's, a, it's a bit of a deeper sort of channel, so mm-hmm. one you might, I don't know, it might not be in the middle of your day at lunchtime to listen to, it's more yeah, of a... Yeah, before bed. Before bed or... Or, or in the morning or something yeah. like that he, but he, he's got some really good stuff he has a podcast it's on Luminary which I do not have mm. um, what is that? it's like a podcast thing I guess oh. um, but I don't have that so I don't follow that anymore but he shares a lot of his stuff on the YouTube channel so. mm. um, but yeah he's really good and again he just comes across as a nice kind spirit he's, you know he's a just comes across as a good guy and I I find everyone I follow um or you know consume their content Mm -hmm. they just come across like a nice person Mm -hmm. and I think that's the the number one thing I look for if I'm following someone right I've you know I want to well it's like that thing you 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 follow people if you want to be a bit more like them and Mm -hmm. if 
if they're really nice, genuine, upstanding people, then I feel like I can definitely learn something. Right. You know, even if fundamentally I might disagree with their point or their argument. Um, but then it could get you thinking in a different way. Like, if you yeah. don't disagree with it, be like, well, why do I disagree with that? And you, you yeah, kind of I mean, get into that. No. That's the whole thing about debate. And yeah. as an English person, I'm crazy for debate. I love, <laughs> I love debating things. Um, and, yeah... The, the the problem with with social media and that is you end up in just a rabbit hole of a load of people that agree with you and mm. that doesn't progress doesn't come out of loads of people agreeing mm-hmm. progress comes out of people coming to loggerheads arguing and finding the solution so mm-hmm. so it's not always that you should just follow people you agree with all the time right you know sometimes if someone has a, a differing opinion to your own that can be a a way for you to um you know see okay well why do i disagree with that Mm -hmm. obviously you may not have an actual discussion with them because they're on youtube or whatever yeah yeah you can you can look at why do i disagree with that what are the points that i can take from what they're saying Mm -hmm. um and and you know better yourself um through that disagreement and through debate Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, anyway. But, yeah, uh, Russell Brand, he's, a, he's, he's got a good channel. Give him a try. Give him a try. I he's, think everybody give, thinks of him as, like, this bad guy, but... Yeah, he, he just... He, he was he definitely a made bit. a name for himself. Yeah. And he didn't go over too well in America when he kind of, he you know, broke America or whatever and came over here and... Um, people didn't love him too much because he he was quite abrasive and yeah um but he he does have a good channel and um definitely spreads a good a good word and a good vibe i like listening to him when you have him on yeah um let's see my last one go on last one is the skinny confidential so this one is um a couple it's called the Skinny Confidential His and Hers podcast. And this is one that I kind of got into podcasts because I found them. Oh, right. Um to be honest, I don't really remember how I found them. Like maybe it was through another person I follow that they shared or something like that. Right. Um and it's called the Skinny Confidential, not to make you think that you're going to be skinny but it's getting and they say this it's like a joke that they have um it's it's like getting the down low um and (laughs) neighbors um so that's kind of like where that started constructing something they are constructing something (laughs) next door um so that's why they called it the skinny confidential because it's like getting the skinny you know oh um, oh, right. I always assumed it was about being skinny. No, oh, right. it's not. Getting Which I like that it has, it has that like... It has dimensions. Dimensions. has layers. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're a very interesting, funny couple. So <laughs> they are from L.A. And the two of them have been together forever. Like, I think since high school or something like that. And they now just had a baby. Um... And they kind of, I don't know, 
kind of read through their stuff before you listen to it, depending on your age or your, um, I don't know, your, what, what would you say? If you're, <laughs> oh, if, are these the people that talked about, yeah, about, different things, um, things that couples do? Yeah. So the birds and the bees. Yeah, they, they're, I don't know, if you're a bit more reserved, that's the word I'm looking reserved. for. If you're a reserved person, you might not like it. Right, and if you're our parents, do not <laughs> listen to it. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So, but they, I mean, that's not why I, ta- I listened to them, but they... they that, it took me by surprise. It did. You were like, what? <laughs> it, it, was, it was like there was an episode that was like sponsored by something. Yeah, something interesting. So <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> what are you listening to? So I started listening to them when I was working out, but they they really talk. They mainly just interview people. They don't really talk like about themselves very much. Um, but they they've interviewed Tim Ferriss. They interviewed um, a whole bunch of people. I mean, like pretty much every episode is a new person um a lot of like wellness um dr axe they've interviewed him a couple times um and so i like to listen to that part of it because um i think it was when we went to la and i listened to a full i don't know like six of them uh, when we were on our flight and that's kind of when i got into listening to them um yeah, hmm. but he's a he's like a entrepreneur and has, um, I think a uh, a media company, and so that's that's kind of how it started I think. Hmm. But they started just in their in their house, kind of like we are right now, um, and then it's turned into this big old thing, and they have their own, um, their own company. Buy it, Skinny Confidential, Lauren and Michael are their names so so it's just a podcast right just um just a podcast yes they they have i think they have a blog too um i follow her on instagram um but if you just type in the skinny confidential then you would find them nice um yeah but they like from their interviews i've i've learned like all of the different things kind of of throughout the people that you've named like they do talk about finance. They talk about wellness. They talk about health. They talk about families. They talk. It's like they cover all the things. Everything. Right. Yeah. Okay. All in one place. Good. Um, and they have a ton of episodes. Nice. So. Yeah, I like them. I, I've definitely I've overheard a bit of it. Yeah. And, and thought, guys. Yeah. Yeah, they, it's a good. They have a good, good way podcast. Of putting things across. And yeah. But it, it feels very casual as well. Casual, yeah. yeah. I would say it's maybe PG thirteen. Maybe that's. It's a PG-13. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have ratings on these things. No, you don't. Right? Someone... I mean, you have to say if something's explicit. You have to say if something's explicit. But, like, someone could technically start a podcast about all kinds of weird subjects. Right. And never list it as being... And kids could listen to it. Right. I don't don't know how all that works. Hmm. It's a bit weird. I know that, like, YouTube and, and Facebook, when you upload videos, you have to tell them if it's for kids or not. Oh. Now that's huh. it's changed. So like when I upload my well, videos, good. I have to say like, 
no, this isn't for kids. Not intended for kids. I mean, it's it's not that a kid couldn't watch it, but they won't really get anything out of it because right. it's like learning how to mix a guitar. It don't right. it doesn't. I mean, you know. So, yeah, I I wonder hmm. what how they how they figure all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, like that stuff. Yeah. So those are my five. That's your five. Yeah, okay, go my ahead. last one mm-hmm. is the the one, the only, the incredible. That you get annoyed with every single night. It is Michelle Taller from The Big Think. And if you go on... So... So... She, <laughs> she, she's like, if, if we... You know how some couples have like a pass? Like if you, you have a pass if you meet this celebrity. I think Michelle Taller is my pass. Because I just... Because you've met her? I just want to sit in a seedy hotel room and have her tell me about astrophysics. You're a little bit strange. <laughs> um, things yeah. you don't know about Tim, he's fascinated by a lot of things. I'm and fascinated by space. Yeah, the number one fascination is space. Space and, and, and physics and, and time. the questions we don't know the answers to and that sort of thing. It's I think it's mainly because of my dad. <laughs> my well, my dad used to like teach me the things he knew. When I was a kid, we, we had like two um, globes. Uh-huh. One was of the earth. I don't know what the other one was. Mm-hmm. I think it was like, it was stars. So it was like a, a map of like what we can see in the night sky. Okay. Sort of thing. And he used to teach me how the sun goes here or how we go around the sun and how the moon goes around us. And when I was little sort of thing. So like that probably sparked my first interest in it. Um... Yeah, Michelle Taller. I think I'm pronouncing that right. She never says her own name, so I think it's Taller, but it's Michelle T H A L L E R Taller. Hmm. Or Thaller, but I assume Taller. Big Think. I don't know, but it's on the Big Think, which is a the Big Think is a really good <laughs> The Big Think is a really good channel that has loads of different people talking on it. But she's on there a lot. And yeah, she she talks about all kinds of big questions like, you know, do you ever think they'll be, will be in touch with aliens? Do you think there's life other than us? Um, but what about do do photons experience time? Was the last one I watched. What about space and time? <laughs> so just so everyone knows, Tim found her on YouTube. I don't know when it was. Over a year ago, I would say. Yeah, well, a while ago. She's become part of my bedtime routine. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like, if I have a shower before bed or if I have, like, cleaning my teeth even, I'll watch a video by her to learn a bit about space or physics or whatever before I go to bed. And I'm just laying in the bed thinking, what? is he doing i mean uh, that's great that's a really good thing you could be doing a lot worse things but when there was a it was must have been a year ago or a little over a year and we were trying to go into (laughs) into trader joe's (laughs) and i was trapped in the car with tim and he decided to explain to me space time (laughs) and i think we were in there for like 45 minutes because you had, she had just explained this all to you while you listened to it, I think, at the beach, maybe? What I was trying to explain to you was 
was it <laughs> was essentially that if you travel at the speed of light when when if you're traveling at the speed of light then you don't experience any change you'll just be traveling at the speed of light that's the only change you you'd experience but someone watching you would see you stop because you no longer would experience uh time you'll if you if you go at the speed of light you stop because that's and that's what she was talking about in the when did i watch it yesterday um about how photons because they travel photons travel at the speed of light they don't experience time in the same way which means that what was she saying to a photon if a photon had a personality if a photon had cognitive thought of its own which is obviously impossible but if it did it would see all events at once it would be able to access all events at once because it doesn't experience time it doesn't experience the change in time like like we experience it as this linear thing that goes mm. in one direction because a photon is always traveling at the speed of light it doesn't experience time so it <laughs> you're losing you're rubbing me. your eyes <laughs> you're losing me but because it doesn't experience time it it can access in in a way it sees all things happening at the same time so when you die and when you are born to this photon would be the same it's the same mm. time it's mm -hmm. all just one one piece of wallpaper to this photon right rather than this linear path in the way we experience time mm -hmm. so these it's the big it's the big questions basically it's it's the big questions that people at the forefront of our existence are trying to answer and, and I, want, I don't i want a little piece of it and youtube yeah. is giving me that that's great that's really great but it's so if you go onto youtube and type in michelle taller T-H-A-L-L-E-R uh, -E um, and I think if you type in Big Think as well or just type in her name there's a playlist that someone's put together I assume Big Think of every single video she's done for Big Think mm. there's like a lot there's mm. maybe a hundred maybe more than that and they're all little bite sized you know ten minute clips of her talking about something mind blowing mm essentially something that's just like oh my god how do i even think about that topic you know space and time i i absolutely love that you know yeah um sometimes sometimes it just takes the right uh you've got to access something in the right way to to know to, to understand it you know because mm -hmm. i remember reading um stephen hawking's universe in a nutshell and it took a long time for me to kind of understand the principles in that book mm. but i guess because it wasn't it, i wasn't accessing it in the way that i like to access things you know mm. yeah so, that's true you have to know your way of learning yeah and she she seems to explain things in a way that makes something so impossible to understand actually pretty simple mm. um by you know just breaking it down into some simple terms or by personifying a photon or mm -hmm. you know something like that you, you kind of break it down into something that it, it's kind of uh, more understandable for someone with a little brain like me <laughs> you know so I, I've said to Sarah in the past that if uh, if I ever go back to school because I kind of cut out of school early and then went and trained to be a, a 
an actor. Um, and if I ever go back to school, it would be to learn more about something like that. You know? Yeah. Get a doctorate in ast- astrophysics. Whatever that Do means. Do it. But yeah, it would be to learn more about that, definitely. And you can tell me all about it. <laughs> Space time. Space time. So, yeah, that's the five. There is a wild card, and I can't remember their name. Okay, so. Well, how are we going to tell people then? Well, you might remember their name, or we might be able to find them on your phone. Okay. When we were, this is the wild card because it applies to both of us and it was something we both used. Um, when we were doing the immigration crap, mm-hmm. there was so many things that were hard to understand mm-hmm. and you feel like you've got to be an attorney in order to even fill out one of the forms when you're going through the immigration things yeah. in the u.s i mean i don't know if that's different elsewhere but in the u.s it's like they they design those forms to make no freaking sense yeah um and it was you know it was difficult and we didn't hire a lawyer um we we had a, you know a few people dotted around that were helping us mm-hmm. um a few contacts here and there but we didn't have a lawyer a lot of people use a lawyer um, we'd heard that it wasn't worth doing that, but we did find this YouTube channel, which I don't I don't know if you remember, but we we found this YouTube Lisa channel. Lisa Tudor. Maybe yeah. If find see if you can find Let's it on see. YouTube. Um, it was a really good channel, and it was this really sweet couple that had gone through the fiance visa process, which was the same process we did. Um, and yeah, they they broke it down. It was mainly mainly the guy, but. Mm-hmm. Often the two of them talking, and they just broke down each stage of the process into. I th- think so, yeah. Let's see. Um, let's I know see. we definitely use that some of the time. I thought it was, I don't know. Is it Visa Tuna? I don't know, I don't recognize the guy. Oh. I think it might have been specifically fiancé. Mm. Fiancé visa. There he is. It's fiancé visa K1. Mm. Because that's K1 is the name of the, the visa, is, is a K1. Um, it's that guy. Remember that guy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And they, they just broke it out. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. I mm. don't think they sold any products or anything like that. No, they were just helping people like just us. Just an awesome channel. So I, I don't know the likelihood of anyone listening to this <laughs> going through a fiancé K1 visa process. But it is a big old headache. And mm-hmm. it's so much to understand and so difficult. Um you know, just the paperwork side of things and interviews and that sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, and we um, didn't even have... Like, I was doing that all from my iPad and no printer. Remember I would, like, go to Publix Staples or whatever, or whatever yeah. And, yeah. and print it all out? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, and then, like, the interview questions, how we, you know, how to deal with those things. And they what... really broke it all down of, like, what you really needed to take versus you don't actually have to take this or right um make sure you have this or you know all of that so you know input from that would be like you really can 
learn stuff from these social platforms. Yeah, YouTube isn't just a place where you watch people play video games. Yeah. Like, it's a, it's amazing what people are uploading on, onto there and, and, mm-hmm. and podcasts that people are coming up with and that sort of thing. Yeah. You know, that, for me, that channel is what what got me through that process mm-hmm. is is it helped us vastly yeah you know obviously reading all kinds of things there's all, all kinds the of forums you know yeah <laughs> forums and there's government documents that kind of help you out here and there mm-hmm. um but yeah it was a great channel that just kind of broke things down even up to like once i was over here applying for the green card yeah because there's all that you put so much effort into getting the fiance visa and just getting here and then you come over here then you get married and then you've got to you know apply for a green card and all that and Mm -hmm. it's just such a process yeah um and i've got to reapply for a new green card soon and i'm sure i'll be going back to that channel for advice (laughs) so yeah yeah it's it's a really good one and a really nice just a humble sweet couple yeah talking about the process and I, they even talked about like um his driving test and like mm-hmm. getting yeah. his driver's license and stuff yeah so, uh, yeah really cool yeah fiance visa k1 is mm. the channel mm-hmm. if anybody needs it yeah so there you go there's our 10 plus a wild card yeah and there's I mean I've got defi- there's definitely more that I could talk about mm. um, I love- yeah I think I tried to whittle it down to the ones that I actually listen to or watch yeah 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 but there's I mean I love content creation it's something that's so different in our in our generation mm-hmm. in a way if you really think of that like yes Google as well has changed yeah. our, our lives mm-hmm. so much you know I think 50 years ago you couldn't just google how to make a cake yeah you know you had to like have a recipe have a book mm-hmm. know a recipe yeah um but the I think for me it's like the 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 limits of it are so mm-hmm. you know you can learn so much you like you don't need to go to school you yeah. like if if you've you do need to go to school but if <laughs> if you you want to learn about a subject if you are willing to do the research and the work and know how to use the internet well mm-hmm. you could learn something you know yeah. as incredible as astrophysics apparently mm-hmm. um yeah through the internet so mm-hmm. um i'm definitely a big fan of content creation yeah, yeah. me too <laughs> what are we having for dinner i don't know are you have cooking? To have a look. Oh, maybe. I guess it is my turn. We'll see. All right, we'll see. Well, we've killed a bottle of wine. Damn it. It wasn't full. It was. Like, it was half full. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, Alrighty. Um, there's a we'll bit of rum left, I think. Yeah, I, I could do that pina colada that I did. <gasps> Side note: oh. one last thing. Best pina colada. If you get. And I learned this from another Instagram girl I follow. Um, They do, every Thursday, they do a happy hour at 6 o'clock. And they do a little cocktail each week. Different one. And last week was a a pina colada, which consists of one cup of coconut milk, one cup of frozen pineapple, and like a regular size shot of rum. And blend it up with ice in the blender 
and it's amazing. And you can throw a banana in if you like that flavor, but whichever you prefer, it's so good. It is good. So we could do that if you wanted a little island island drink tonight. I think we should. We've just done like a two hour long podcast. (laughs) We deserve it. All All right. We'll see you soon. See you later, guys.